0: Over here, I don't know, much, it is just me that's just the fan's good there. Um, I will do your vote, Colin Um, unfortunately, no one else is available. Alex is at work, he has bullshit cool going on. He's at a wedding expo. Um, and to be honest, I'm not even sure that Jared wasn't just a figment of our imaginations at this point. I haven't heard from him other than Mantle Kicks in quite a while. Um, but Jared, hope you're still doing good. Um, episode 92 this week. Not so sunny California. I'm going to keep this episode kind of short, um, again, just because I don't have anyone to fucking banner off of. Um, so if you're in the comments, let me know how good of a job I'm doing. Um, first time taking a show so so we'll give it a shot. Um, I'm going to run through splash and dash, all on my own, like a big kid, um, and then kind of go over my thoughts the weekend. All right, man, if you got anything, um, you're live right now, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Other than that, I don't know. How's everyone been doing? I mean, openings are kind of weird. Just you. That's going to damn out some music, I guess. Um, no one to banter off of. I had a good weekend. I don't know about you guys. I hope everyone out there had a good weekend. Um, I got quite a bit of shit done on my eBay store this weekend. Watched some good racing only on Sunday. Um, just kind of hung out at the house. I'm actually prepping at the house right now for uh, my buddy Zach to move up from Las Vegas here to old Xiaomi. Um, he should be up. I don't know. He might be in the snow that we get, and he might come up this weekend. He might come up three weeks from now. I have no idea. Um, kind of play that one by ear too. Um, my whole life at this point is just kind of, kind of fucking playing it by ear. Um, Brad, good to see you. Had a good weekend. What's up, my guy? Um, but yeah, I don't know when he. I got no idea. The snow we get up here is just crazy. And so it's supposed to snow a lot next week. Um, it's also supposed to snow where he's at this weekend. So I have I have uh, no idea when he's coming up, but we got a room cleaned out for him. He'll be here eventually. Um, again, this is episode 92 of Fan Fuel Motorsports. Um, we had some good racing in Fontana last weekend. Um, only one day of it. Again, Saturday rained out, thus the not-so-sunny in California. Um, Let me run through Splash and Dash real quick, kind of give you an overview of what's been happening in the entire world of motorsports before I really get into dissecting my view of the NASCAR races. Um, So round two of the Coca-Cola E NASCAR Racing Series headed to the Milwaukee Mile for the first time in series history and put on what could be a preview of the Truck Series return to the track later on this year. Um, If you don't remember, Truck Series is heading to Milwaukee. I forget these things, too. If you did, it's all right. Um, a constant state of cautions kept happening on restarts with 21 laps to go. The iRacing stewards decided to make the race single file um, to series vet Michael Conti getting a massive advantage in unchallenged clean air. That is something unprecedented. I've never seen him do um, have an, an NASCAR event go single file restarts just because of all the calamity. But good for them. Um, the former champ would take his first victory. Of his retirement tour, just two races into the season. Weird. Uh, round 7 of Supercross brought us the second Triple Crown event, but before any of the action, pre-race news, AS or ALSL dropped that current championship leader, Eli Tomac decided to run the outdoor events as well as the Super Motocross playoffs this fall. Tomac would fall again in the Triple Crown action, but this time Cooper Webb, who closed to just two points off the championship lead. Um, IndyCar takes... Flight on their season this upcoming weekend in St. Pete. And to get you ready here, the notable seat changes that Alex has put together going into the 2023 season. Benjamin Peterson takes a seat at AJ Foyt Racing. Delvin DeFrancesco, I hope I'm pronouncing that correct, and Kyle Kirkwood Nab the drivers are at Andretti. Takuma Sato announces full-time retirement, and he will share his ride with Marcus Armstrong, who will take all the road events from Taku in 2023. Dale Coyne Racing signs 2020 Indy Lights champion Sing Ray Bob. Sing Ray Rob, um, and Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing takes on a third full-time car for Christian Lungard, making what would be a 27-car full-season grid. I hope I didn't just butcher half those names. Um, I'm not an IndyCar guy for the most part, so uh, Alex usually takes over those those uh, uh, the keyboard crushing names there. <clears throat> yeah, Brad, I you forget about Milwaukee at least five times per week. Same, honestly. Um, I don't know what goes on in Milwaukee other than um, the Brews mascot that slides down the slide. Um, shitty Packers fans, that's about all I can think of what goes on in Milwaukee. <clears throat> uh, most towns up in that region, actually, I forget about quite constantly. So if you live up there, I'm sorry, but you're not memorable in my opinion. Yep, douche accents from somewhere in America. Um, now, what I know NASCAR, right? Um, Fontana, RIP to one of the goat tracks in the circuit. I've always loved Fontana. Um, I will say there was a boring stretch in the early 2000s up till about 2006, seven ish, um, where that track was was really not a ton of fun to watch. Um, I'm trying to remember what year it was. I think it was oh eight maybe um mcmurray had that awesome save at fontana where he spun the car sideways the bottom and slid it all the way to the top hanging on to it Uh, that was really when i kind of started to fall in love with the track and it's gone Uh the last race on the two mile configuration was this last weekend nascar sold off 80 percent of that property um to industrial developments around the area uh, for the tune of just over half a billion dollars it's rumored um that is an astronomical ass ton of money. Uh, half a billion dollars for for a plot of land. Um, not even that massive of a plot of land. Granted, it had a two-mile racetrack on it, but they only sold 80% of it. Um, the key here, in my opinion, is that NASCAR did not sell all of it. They kept some. We'll see what happens in the future, but that at least leads me to believe that there are very serious plans about going through with the short track reconfiguration. Um, they've already kind of tweaked the plans a little bit from what they were, so it was half mile. Uh, they were going to incorporate the the main front stretch into it um, and then make the back stretch around where Pit Road was. Um, if you listen to the Dale Jr. download this week, um, he kind of touched on that fact and how they wanted to keep the suites that are currently bes- are behind Pit Road on the two-mile config and make those suites in the back stretch. However, that's not really logistically possible, um, without flattening out the front stretch and taking down those grandstands. Um, so those plans have kind of been scrapped. The track is going to be a little bit bigger. It is going to be closer to a three quarter mile. Um, actually just over a two thirds mile is their current plan. Uh, but we're going to have to see how that develops. Um, obviously, if they're going to keep the, the banking in the front stretch, the turns are going to have to be severely banked. Um, just to make sure the transitions go smooth. You don't want to go from a bank front stretch to a flatter corner. That's going to unload the car, not make it happy. Um, So we'll see. And all this will come over the next months or even year or so um, as they start to test out different ideas and start to to kind of crunch some numbers. Um, There's still no no real timetable as far as how long this is going to take, as far as if it's going to happen, right? I did mention that they sold 80%. They're planning on doing something. That doesn't mean they will. They might just flash the other twenty off as well. Um, but time will tell. I am. I am hopefully optimistic on this. That we will get a short track in Fontana, California. Probably at least not till 2026. I would think. It's probably the best timetable, honestly. Um, hopeful wish 2025. We know next year for sure. We will not be racing in Fontana, California. Um, most likely I, I I don't think we're going to be racing in Southern California at all next year. Um, unless they add a road course, there's not really any other tracks around there that are viable. Um, I hear a lot of people in comments say Irwindale is a good spot. Kern County, good spot. No, um, Irwindale does not seat enough. Neither does Kern County. Not only that you would have, um, even if they just built grandstands, you'd have to build all the other amenities that come with the trek. Um, the parking space is going to be an astronomical nightmare, even if they can get 50,000 people to those tracks, um, Parking is going to be a nightmare. The facilities, bathrooms, concessions, things like that. It's not possible in a year, in my honest opinion. Um, other than a road course, right, going to something like Long Beach, we're not going to see NASCAR race in Southern California next year. Um, so we will see that date go up to another track. Um, who knows where that'll be. Um, I'm sure we will in the coming weeks and months, um, hear kind of rumors about it. I would bet by early June, we'd have a good idea of who is going to fill that slot in the schedule as far as which tracks are concerned. Um, but again, time will tell. RIP to one of the greatest tracks, you know, on the circuit, super rough, an absolute cheese grater on tires was super fun to watch many, many, many lanes. Uh, We were watching it this last weekend and they did the five wide salute. And the first thing that Cheyenne said was, Holy crap, that track is wide. Um, They were doing five wide with spaces in between. So real shame to to lose that one. We'll see what the future holds for it. Um, It was in need of a repay very soon anyway. Um, So for the people that, you know, say we could have gotten several more years out of it, we probably could have gotten two or three, yeah, but the the, the surface was really, really worn out um, and getting to the point where it's going to become a serious problem. So we'll see. Um, the last cup race, I think it was a banger. According to Jeff Gluck, 91% of people on Twitter thought it was a banger. Um, the other 9%, I don't know what race you watched. There was tons of lanes out open. Um, there were comers and goers. There was a good amount of natural cautions to kind of split the strategies up. Um, there were dominant cars. There were cars that came on strong at the end, cars that tapered off at the beginning. Um, it was an all around great race. I said that last year, Fontana was probably the best race of the season. Um, I don't know if this is quite best race of the season level, but this is definitely going to be in the top 10 for sure. Good chances in the top five, in my opinion, um, Absolute thriller of a race. And Kyle fucking Bush almost won the first two times he started for RCR this year in both the Clash and the Daytona 500. You could argue he should have won both of those, um, had he not got punted out of the way in the Clash and had it been 1998 rules where the caution comes out and the race is over at 500 miles regardless. Um, we could be looking at three time winner Kyle Bush, um, two of which points races, but gets it done in Fontana. Um, is anyone surprised? Honestly, um, I don't think so, right? Other than the serious Kyle Busch haters, I don't really think anyone's surprised that he's getting it done, especially with seeing the speed that those guys have had at the first two events of the season. Um, he came in as one of the the hard favorites. We all knew that a motivated Kyle Busch had a very, very good chance of getting it done, and he just he did just that came out in a pretty blue car and absolutely waxed the field towards the end. Um, honestly, it it wasn't even that close in the closing laps. Um, so good for Kyle. How many does he get this year? We'll see. Um, I would expect Kyle to get no less than five wins this year. Bold statement. Maybe, um, I think he's really going to rip it the whole season long. Um, I think we see RCR back into championship contenders and maybe fingers crossed for KFB fans championship winner come the end of the year. First time in almost 30 years, they might, they very well might get it done. They're showing a lot of speed early. Um, we know that Kyle is a, is a hard competitor. We know Richard wants to get it done. Um, and we know Austin Dillon going to be a good teammate, um, for how long that'll last. I don't know. Um, but I bet at least this year he's going to be a damn good teammate to Kyle Bush. Um, not really give him any flack and they're both going to learn Austin Dillon himself has had a quiet, great season already in the first two races Um, ran exceptionally well in the Daytona 500 Um, ran top 10 most of the day this last Sunday. Um, So watch for Austin to grab a couple wins too. I think Um, KFB seven wins. I think it was Chase Elliott that said that I don't know if he quite gets seven. I could definitely see it happening though. I think he'll stick right around that five number. Um, Final race, Uh, oh, let me see here. He's going over. I'm reading the notes here. I did not prep much for this. Alex actually typed out all my notes, and I made a mistake of not reading them off before I ad-libbed this entire show. Um, Next Gen did make these races way, way better, in my opinion, the two-mile and and mile-and-a-half races, which fed into Fontana being a good race. It was already, in my opinion, a great race before, um, but this really just amplified it. Um, and then hand in hand with that, going into the short track reconfig, we have an absolute dog shit package for short track races. So we will see how that develops over the course of the year. They just released a new short track package for all tracks except Bristol and Richmond. Uh, this is road courses and Martinsville, essentially. Uh, they're going to go down to a two inch spoiler and they're going to, um, I think they're going to reduce the downforce either by thirty percent or to thirty percent, one of the two. Something to do with underneath the car. I didn't read too much in the te- technical aspect of it. Um, we'll see how that plays out. We're going to give you a full overview um, once the short track races kick off after these first six weeks. Um, but I'm going to be honest; it's it's left a lot um, a lot to be admired, the current short track package. And I think all the, as fans who watched the races last year, we can all agree. They were not that good and certainly not the kind of races that made us scream in 2019 through 2021 for more short tracks. Um, It's almost like they gave us the cake, except they took three whole bites out of the cake. Right. Kind of disappointing. The Xfinity race was also a banger. Um, I am super glad that they got it in Um, snowing in Southern California, which I cannot remember ever happening. Granted, I don't live there. Um, Not a common occurrence at all. Um, So we got snowed out on Saturday. They tried their damnedest to get this race in. It just wasn't happening. Um, But I am glad that they pushed it behind the cup race on Sunday. I think any earlier would have been kind of a moot point. Um, And I'm certainly glad they didn't try to push it any past Sunday um, a, because the track has lights and we could easily get in on Sunday night, and B, because I'm sure it's still raining in Southern California. Um, so it was really cool to have a cup race followed by the Xfinity race. Um, I feel like the Xfinity race, even though it was on FS2, got a lot more eyeballs on it just because the people were kind of winging over from the cup race. I may be wrong. I don't know. This is just my opinion of what I saw on Twitter. Sheldon Creed in the Xfinity race had, in my opinion, what will be the save of the year. Um depending on what your definition of save is. But if you're saying that his kick the ass end around, throttle stop, I hope keep it mostly off the wall. Wasn't a save. I'm going to tell you, you're crazy um, because that car should have been stuffed nose first into the wall, um, completely crumpled up done for the day. And he managed to not only keep the thing in one piece, yeah, push the bumper in a little bit, um, but fought that, that thing back to the lead and was really muscling Josh Josh Berry for it for a while. Um, Super cool battle. The caution ultimately ruined that battle. Poor timing on it. Um, But nonetheless, great job for Sheldon Creed. Um, John Hunter got it done in the Xfinity race. That doesn't surprise me. I'm not a John Hunter fan. I don't like the guy. Um, I'm sure he's a cool dude. It is not my cup of tea in a driver. He just, to me, seems like the cookie-cutter um early joe gibbs developmental driver um not not my fan kind of boring um eh. he has talent yes he's in good equipment absolutely um i expect him to win a lot this year and i think if he does not win a ton um he is really really hurting his chances at any future rides after this um one win is not going to prove a point Three wins are not going to prove a point. In my opinion, five wins are not going to prove a point for him. I think John Hunter needs to go out and win close to 10 races this season in order to be seriously considered for any kind of legitimate cup ride, any kind of legitimate long-term Xfinity ride. Um, Being the amount of times that this guy has started his engine in NASCAR series already, um, I know he's gotten some bad breaks. The kid does have a lot of talent. No one can argue that. However, in my opinion, he really needs to get something done. He really does. And what a better way to start it than to win the second race of the year and a second-place finish at Daytona last week. Um, Charlotte and Las Vegas, after this past weekend, now become the oldest surfaces in NASCAR. Um, Now, the removal of Atlanta, Chicagoland, and Fontana intermediates do I think that'll eventually come back to buy the sport in the ass? I don't know. Honestly, I'm reading this off my notes here and I have not given that much thought. Um, no, I'm going to say, um, Atlanta probably hurts the hardest out of all of these just because I really don't think we needed another super speedway esque type track, let alone at a mile and a half. Um, I'm still really bummed about that. Chicagoland was a good track. Um, we, we definitely are missing in the schedule, but I think that date could easily be swapped out with, with a Kansas date and, and still be fine and still be even in the schedule. Um, Fontana is going to leave a big hole that leaves Michigan as the only non-restrictor uh, plate track over a mile and a half um, or road course. So this this one, Fontana, I, I think, hurts the, the, uh, the sport the most out of all three of those. You could really argue Chicagoland – Um, I don't think the sport's going to shoot itself in the foot though. Alex, if you're watching, I think, I think those opinions are, I think those conversations are invalid, (laughs) honestly. Um, I think as long as we fix the short track package and keep the intermediates that we do have, um, I think we'll be set. Um, I actually even think that we could drop a, a road course race and add, um, add another date somewhere else too. Um, I'm trying to think, I don't know, New Hampshire would be a good second date track. I really like that track when it had two dates. Um, I'm trying to think Kansas has two. Yeah. Vegas has two. Um, Texas doesn't need a date to begin with. Um, that track, that track honestly should have been the one that got bulldozed, um, and turned into a short track because holy hell, the problems we've had with that one. And we'll hit on them later this season when we get to the, to, uh, the Texas time here this fall. Um. Ass. What an ass track. Ugh. Sour taste in my mouth for 1.5s. Um, oh, Charlotte. I forget all about fucking Charlotte. Yeah, add an oval date back to Charlotte. We'll be fine. Run the 600. Run another race in the summertime there. Um, On the oval layout. Then do the roval in the fall. I'd be fine with that. Um, Honestly, same with Bristol. Shit. Run Bristol doubleheader. Run a I don't know, run a race the week before and then run the 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 Saturday night race in the fall. There we go. Schedule fixed. Filled right back up. Um, in a perfect world, that's exactly what I'd shoot for. Or just, just scrap the fucking dirt idea at Bristol. Honestly, get rid of it. Uh. Looking forward to Las Vegas this next week. Um, this should be a really good race. We saw two fantastic races there last year. Of course, the last time we went, Bubba went apeshit and turned Kyle Larson almost head on in the wall, which was was something, right? Got all of us good and pissed off for a few days. Good and excited, right? Good and riled up. Um, and then of course last spring we had that fantastic battle between Kyle Bush and MTJ that was ruined with an untimely caution. Um coulda, shoulda, woulda, right? Alex Bowman backed into the win. Um, as famously quoted by Kyle Busch, can't win them without backing into them. So I am—I have very high expectations for this Vegas race. Um, I am really bummed that I went to the Vegas race in the fall of 2021 and saw the absolute ass slot car package there instead of waiting a year to go see it in the fall of 2022 um, to see the fantastic next-gen product. Um, still not out of the question in the coming years-ish um, to go see races in Vegas. Um, I know a handful of people out there, I know I've got a place to stay, um, so I could definitely make a trek back here in the next few years span. Um, I'd like to. I'd like to go see a really good mile-and-a-half race there. Um, we'll see what the cards have in store, but I have extremely high expectations um, for at least the Xfinity and the Cup Series this weekend. Truck Series always leaves a lot to be desired because these cars, these trucks are just fucking boxes moving around just aerodynamic dependent boxes um so eh, i might not even watch the truck race if i'm honest i might just do chores around the house um i don't know about you guys but i have really really fallen off the truck series here these last two years especially um it's just a, a shell of what it used to be not only with the res- the lack of respect of the drivers um the aerodependency of dependency of is eh? stage racing completely takes out all strategy that the truck series had. Um, then just kind of creates that product of racing. So, and eh. we'll see, I honestly do not know how many truck races I'm going to watch this year. I'm going to watch probably Talladega. I'll watch Martinsville. I'll watch Wilkesboro. I'll watch Milwaukee. Other than that, I don't see me watching a ton of truck races this year. I want to be flat honest, and this this might be weekend number one of missing the trucks, but we'll see. If I got nothing going on Friday night, might even have it on as background noise. But I am really, really looking forward to Xfinity and Cup this weekend in Vegas. Um, that's kind of it. I mean, without anyone to banter across these shows are a uh, these shows go by quick, real real quick. Uh, so, uh, what time we got now? I went live. at Thirty minutes is kind of what I was shooting for, so we're right in that ballpark. Um, so, for the for the few people that do watch this very short broadcast, I thank you all for watching and listening. Um, be sure to hop on and check us out at FanFuelMSM, capital F, capital F, capital MSM. That is on almost every platform out there: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, we do have our Discord at FanFuelHipHop. Uh, just put a stat on there. Yeah, same shit as always. Um, again, I'm your host, and look back to more people coming back next week. to we should a look back here. And kind of, um, Yeah, we'll have a good a good, good to play. Uh, and I'll get better for the broadcast as we go on. So thank you again for listening. We'll see you all